Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Chill. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Bro, what's the Connected Experience? It's the lifestyle, our lifestyle. A lifestyle. And it's been going pretty good, so you ain't got to ask me how it's been doing. Always, always, always. You know, the book is out. The book is doing good, man. I just got to, uh, I just got to figure out how to how to push these ebooks and shit you know yeah because that's a different lane i was yeah. actually sitting down thinking about that like how do you i mean because it's a link it's just more online yeah it's but more, yeah. like i still feel the need to talk about it yeah. what i do is if i see a motherfucker reading the ebook i just, just mention yeah, it because yeah, yeah. i don't know what uh genre or whatever they be reading and shit or uh, you know that's how a lot of people pass their time and then with yeah, so, so I just yeah. say, hey, and yeah, so I'm uh, I, I'm figuring out, I'm looking at different companies, comparing, contrast, all of that, man. You gotta because basically, you gotta spend so much money already. You gotta it's it's, it's rap just in book form, it's, it's just, whatever it's, it's, it's industry, it's, it's, just, industry. it's just industry. Yeah, man. So if you know somebody who's looking for a new career or just want to make a little more money, man, they need to get at the Detroit Training Company, man. They right there located on fifty one fifty one Lorraine Street near Grand River. They specialize in masonry welding truck driving heavy equipment they do uh every tuesday thursday and saturday at 10 a.m they do walk-in uh orientation so and that's pretty you can dope. actually text them you could text the word work to 77979 for more information or you can call them at 313-221-5876 if you're on facebook tag them and let them know that the connected experience sent you once again that's detroittraining.com and hey you know i've been going to class and stuff getting more acclimated with doing skill trades. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to look in this when I feel like I'm ready. Really? I'm not just ready to jump out there, but I will be checking out DetroitTraining.com. And what's that number again, man? Uh, 313-221-5876. And uh, you can text WORK to 77979 for more information. That's dope, man. That's dope. So what you got going on, man? Man, today, man, we got a, a special guest, man. So we, uh, of course, you know, we talk to the guests like because we, you're not a guest, man. You, uh, you, you connected now. That's what I like to <laughs> yeah, tell people. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That. So it was just like I like to speak to people beforehand. You know, sometimes we get here a little early. So I'm a real, I'm kind of excited about this one, man. So you got a word? No, you have a word. I do, man. It's official. It's appointed or authorized to act in a designated capacity. Now, why would that be my word? Why would that be your word? That would be your word, man, because we got this young brother here, Rex Almighty, man. And if you want to get at him on uh, Instagram, it's Rex Official. And so he an official young cat, man. Yep, Checked uh, out some of his stuff. He got a pretty good manager. She was on my head like, we coming on the show. We coming on the show. So <laughs> yeah. I, I I like that, though. Yeah, like, I do, like, too. I was, that, that made me feel like, okay, you got people who behind care. him who care, you know what I'm saying so we got Rex Almighty in the house, man. What's up, Rex? How you What's doing, bro? What's good with y'all? What's good with y'all? What's good with y'all now? You, you, how you doing today, brother? I'm great. How are y'all? Hey, man, I can't complain. Plus, if I did, who would listen? You know what I mean? Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I got a nice size platform, so people would listen. But why yeah, would I bog down your day with that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, man, we just go get into your story a little bit, man. See how you, uh, why you chose what uh, to be uh, an artist and do what you do, and like what led to that, and then just how who you are as a person. 
person, man. So what we like to tell people, this a worldwide audience, man. So just right. you know, just let people know who you are and what you about. So where did you grow up? Uh, in Detroit. Yeah. What side? West side. West side. Where? Seven miles. Seven miles. Sound why I didn't mind. actually moved out, moved to Redford when I was about what twelve. So yeah, after that, been living in Redford for the. But Detroit, uh, born and raised. Bread. I was gonna buy a house in Redford <laughs> off of uh, Inkster Road and Plymouth. Redford got some nice houses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the yeah. only reason I didn't, it was two reasons, right? It was by a trailer park. And then uh, I, when I looked, because I got daughters, so when I looked, uh, I always run the sex offenders list. Yeah. It was just too many motherfuckers in the area. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? I, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie about because that. Because the yeah. school's far and in between in Redford. That's why. Yeah. But that that was actually like the determining factor. I remember that house. We I, had went and checked that. Yeah, yeah I, I damn near almost went to closing with it. But then I was like, nah, fuck, fuck that. that. Plus, I had seen some shit on the news at the time I was buying that house that rats were overtaking Redford. Yeah, I remember that. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was more concerned with the pedophile. Because you can get rid of rats, you yeah, get rid of yeah. pedophiles too. But you might, you know, it, it you might, might cut you a little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> might so, cut you a little. Something. So let's talk about your love for music. Uh, your love for music came from your mother and your grandfather. Yeah, my my mom growing up every day, she always playing music all through the house, cleaning. She have you know your mom have a little cleaning routine. She would play R and B music, gospel music. Not really a lot of hip hop, but yeah, well, hip hop was no hip hop yeah. was no. Yeah, you know <laughs> but, what I'm saying. But me being a a teenager, of course, I'm a venture in the hip hop. Right. So, but what what music did you take to uh, from moms? Because I know you said your grandfather played a lot of jazz, jazz and stuff. Jazz music, yeah. And that's something different, like to grow up listening to jazz. Yeah, and, like Miles Davis and, and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but what did moms give you? Like, what did definitely like all R and B. Uh, Erica Badu. What was uh, your, some of your favorites? Like you knew when this came on, dude, Don, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Donnell Jones, man. <laughs> Where I want to be. We yeah. was just singing that the other day yeah. in the car. So yeah, so she she definitely gave me a, a heavy R and B and heavy gospel feel to me, like Kirk Franklin growing yeah. up. Yeah, but so, Kirk Franklin was gospel hip hop, so you yeah, gotta so got some hip hop. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah like, gospel hop. Yeah, yeah, and addicted to porn. That's why you can walk both worlds, man. Yeah. I hate when people think that <laughs> just because you do this, like some yeah, other stuff don't affect like, you. Come yeah. on, bro, stop man, it. Right. So, do you incorporate? How do you incorporate what they uh, instilled in you into your music? So I I use a lot of samples, but I as far as like the instruments, yeah. I can I listen to the instruments. Right. Every different instrument on a beat. Every. And I try to use my voice as an instrument more so than just rapping on the beat. I try to use my voice as a, a different instrument. Yeah, so I actually heard an artist uh, recently say, because what people didn't know about him is he used to be in a band. And by him playing instruments, he understand how people who use their voice as instruments go further with the music. Right, right, and right, he yeah. also said that also make him look at people who use auto-tune. He said they using it out of key so he know that they don't have any, like, band background. And this right. is super street nigga. And he was like, no, bro, I played, like, the clarinet. I played right, a right. few different horns. So I know that's why, I, like, my music, I make sure it's in key because I use my voice as an instrument. So when people right. do that, sometimes right. it'll Young mess Thug it is up. is the master at that, bro. That's, Man. like, oh his voice is, like, it, it go right along with everything that was going on. You actually was in a choir with your moms, right yeah, so talk I, about that i uh i sung in the church choir growing up just my mom sung in the choir but i sung in the, in the children's choir yeah and i had a, a pretty rangy voice as a kid so i used to always sing the the solos and the the um the lead the lead so and then after that high school i got in a band 
Yeah. Oh, what? So, see, same thing. So, what yeah. instrument did you play? I actually played the uh, the drums. I played percussion and bass. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm even though I'm a little older in my life, like uh, I just like said to myself, like, dog, I want to pick up an instrument. So, I was thinking about starting with the clarinet. You know what I mean? Uh, I got a daughter, and she said, like, in a couple years, she want to pursue an instrument too. Yeah. So, I figure if we both can start at the same time, we can like help each other. But I just want to play like. I don't want to play the drums and stuff because yeah, it's just wild loud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then if I have a drum set at the crib, I just yeah, don't want yeah. my motherfucker waking me up in the morning because they practicing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing. I'm just so I, I'm going to definitely pick up a, a clarinet or some type of horn or something. You know, plus that get the ladies naked, man. You can play man. that or you yeah. <laughs> feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just being honest with you. I see more better blues. You understand what I'm That's saying? <laughs> so after uh after now wait a minute when you was in the choir you said you had a rangy voice but what did you like because i know the choir is usually broke up in the alto uh soprano and tenor what did you sing falsetto. in the most falsetto. yeah but usually like it might be one or two falsetto so they That's only play own section yeah. yeah so i was a i was a tenor yeah but she like our choir director used to move me sometimes like she i remember one time i ended up singing in the uh in the alto section yeah so she'll move me around just depending on the song yeah depending on what song it was yeah you know uh when we was uh younger and shit yeah we was in a choir and uh what i love is the same thing about kurt franklin and the porn because what i mean by that is what i loved about the choir just was so many different personalities yeah and uh some of my best friends who turned out to be like stone cold murderers i met in a no, choir. choir and people <laughs> would be like because you know people try to use all that type of stuff against you like nigga you ain't hard you used to be in the choir like that that makes no sense. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can sing I can and then sing. I knock your head off. Like right. I can sing and then sing to your bitch. Or sing at your funeral. funeral. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Seen some wild <laughs> shit in my day. So um what was most interesting about you, man, is that you are a real high school basketball star. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What high school did you go to? I went to Renaissance for three years, and yeah. then I ended up tra uh, transferring to Detroit Western uh, over there in Southwestern, uh, Mexican town. Yeah. yeah. Now, what, what, why was the transfer so late? Was that your senior year? Yeah, so. Because I know the, the sports be kind of like you yeah. got to transfer at a transfer certain time. Transfer at a certain time. Yeah. Well, well, actually, it was at the the very last part of my junior year. So going into my senior year, I was eligible to play. Oh, okay. But so yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was a lot going on at Renaissance at the time, and you know, it's just a situation I had to remove myself from. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So they said you were highly recruited, though, right? Can you name some of the people who was after you? Yeah. Uh, so um, Albion at during my junior year. Oakland, yeah, schools like that. Like. So, what is that mid? Uh, what's the the mid Atlantic conference? Yeah, the mid Atlantic. Yeah, yeah see, uh, because a, a lot of people don't really understand. It's like. Uh, when it comes to the TV time, how it's broken down. So the Mid-Atlantic Conference, so say Oakland, they might only play on Fox Sports. You right. know what I'm saying? Where somebody like Georgetown or Duke, they play on CBS, CBS ESPN, stuff like yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. And it's kind of based on the conference. But the, the mid, the mid major colleges mid been putting major. out, yeah, been putting out the better athletes. Yeah, like, like if you look, <coughs> if you look at this year, the mid major schools, it, I think it was was it four teams in the top ten. Yeah, yeah, like four teams in the yeah, top ten. Yeah, and they was year. wondering why, like they wasn't getting even higher. Like yeah. we, we, I, but I, that's the politics. Though, yeah, that's the politics. Yeah. I, I think. Is it be based on your conference, but you can't get mad at us because we got a good recruiting class and they work together. And now we thirty one and 31 and zero is thirty one and zero. Yeah, because yeah. we had to beat thirty one teams, whether yeah. you care about exactly. it or not. Exactly. Yeah. So what position did you play? You look like maybe a shooting guard. Yep, shooting guard, yeah. small for yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You used to be out there banging on niggas. Yeah, I ain't, I have <laughs> <laughs> I had I have bounce. I ain't gonna lie. My yeah. junior year. 
but I, I was really a shooter. Yeah. I was definitely a so shooter. So you you across the nigga and bag out? Is, this, yeah. is it footage out there, bro? Is it Because listen, listen, man, we, we, we go put together a celebrity game, man. We put like, together a celebrity oh, basketball oh, game. Yeah, definitely. Because we, we, had, we had a bunch of female artists in here and different stuff, and all of them say they hoop they and all of that. All that so shit, we yeah. just, we want to put together a celebrity game and just yeah. give people the opportunity and, like, donate the money to charity or oh, whatever. Man. You know what I'm saying? But so- what end up happening with your basketball career? So my senior year, first game, I dove for the ball and I I felt my knee pop, uh, and it it wasn't nothing big to me. You feel me? It was just a I thought it was a small injury. You but felt I, it though. I kept trying to practice and play, and it just my knee just swell up like yeah. as big as a ball. So I'm like I can't can't play. Then one of my teammates ended up getting killed yeah. in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's rough. And we was real close, so that kind of hit me. And Can we talk about that for a minute? Like, cause yeah. we lost a, a good friend when in we was in high grade. school, when we was in eleventh grade, and then like, it, it was always people dying around the neighborhood and something. But right. this was like our homeboy, yeah. like so, like the like I can't even remember the eleven my eleventh grade year after that with a sound mind. Like I was just on, we was just on it, like you know what right. I'm saying. So like, wh- how where were you when you got the news that your friend passed away? So I was. I think I was I was in bed. It was a Sunday morning. I remember like it was yesterday. It was a Sunday morning, and I I'm in bed. I wake up, and I I check my phone. I got, I got like seventeen unread messages from different people. Yeah. And I I look on Twitter, and I see people posting them. I'm like, man, this can't be real. So I get to school the next morning. And that's when it hit me when I didn't see him in school. Right, right. Like, on your normal routine. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, and then I, the rest of that year was just hard because. He was just that type of person uh, yeah, with yeah, the personality yeah, right. to to brighten everybody else's day. Nah, so that your knee and that happened. Like you, was you able to play? Not play because of your knee? Yeah, I couldn't. Oh, play okay, okay. Because I was gonna say like you could have used that fuel to win right, a championship. Yeah. So is this at this time like where are you at with the music? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So this is when I that's when around the time I started getting into music because I needed basketball was my therapy. Right. And I didn't have that because it was a lot of stuff going on and my mom was everywhere, especially d- during my senior year of high school. I really needed that therapy. And one of my friends, he he snuck his laptop and he had a, a, a snowball ice mic, one of them cheap $50 mics. Yeah. He brought it to school and we made a song on there. And I went home and bought the same mic. Ever since then, this music has been my therapy. Okay, so right. you so you ended up you started as your own engineer and learned yeah. your way around it, right? Yeah, because at the same time that you had the knee injury and your friend passing away, your mother got ill as well, yeah, right? Yeah, so, are you an only child? Like, where are you the I'm only? The, ch- I'm the youngest of three. Okay, okay. So at this time, when your mom gets sick, are you the only one left in the house? Like, what's the age range? So my, uh, I'm. It's a pretty deep age range because. Um, well, I think my the second youngest brother he's on his way into his thirties, and okay. I'm I'm just not about to turn twenty one. This like oh, oh so yeah yeah you young as hell dog. Yeah, you so. could be my son. Like no joke. Like <laughs> yeah. all jokes. Aside, like we look like, young. We but look like, yeah. I'm old enough to be your father. <laughs> like yeah, like you feel what I'm saying? I That's think crazy. it was that. Like, yeah. And I always think about that. Like when I be like bumping into twenty year olds and shit, because I'm still cool and I still yeah. got it and I know the lingo. So they be thinking I'm one of them, and I'm like, no, my nigga, like I could really be your dad. Like right. like <laughs> I would be telling you right now, like don't be trying to wear my shit out the house. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So like. When your mind feel ill, like at this point though, how are you feeling? You know, because you 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 still a young man and you got adolescent feelings and everything. But right. like you going through a lot. That's a lot yeah, to uh, so. take. Like I like even right now, like 
I know what I know a nigga who never lost nobody close, and this is my partner. And when Michael Jackson died, that was the he was a huge he's a huge Michael Jackson fan, like huge. That was the closest person to him who had died at the time. Right. So he's never lost like a homie who he was with right. on a daily, and and we were grown when that happened. So for you to like lose your like a, a really good friend, like how are you internalizing all of this as a, as a, a teenager? It was it was confusing because at at the time I'm like what, 18, yeah. So I'm I don't know what, and then I'm losing. It felt like I was losing everything. Yeah. You know, basketball, basketball gone. Yeah, my mama sick. Then he died. I'm yeah. like, so yeah. it's it like was, climbing up a mountain, losing your footing. Like, damn, yeah. I keep slipping down slipping the mountain. Back down. So I'm, I'm like, at that point, I'm trying to. I was just trying to find happiness in myself. You know, yeah. just, just trying to find whatever happiness I could find, and then it ended up being music. And I like, I remember just talking every day, just talking about the new albums coming out, who dropped the new album, and I was like, well, I, I feel like that'll be. I can see myself in that position. You yeah, know, somebody people, saying yo shit. Yeah, somebody's talking about my shit when I drop a, a new album. I can see myself. I can see myself on the billboard. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, and that's good that you you were able to visualize that uh, vision early. And I say that because like we come from a place of manifestation, which means like every single thing we ever did in life, good or bad, like we manifested the turnout. You right. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that, like. That's no joke. That's why I say good or bad. Like we done spoke on bad situations bad, yeah, and it turned and out it, like that. Yep. Right. And even with vision, long as you can visualize it, once you can see it and you put it in the atmosphere, that's when the wheels start turn, turning. Turn, yeah, like for yeah, everything to come into place. Go come together for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like when you got people on your team, you might have people that she doing this, he doing that. They don't really talk or whatever, but it's about building your team. You the right. general manager of your shit. So you, you know what I'm saying? Like the coach and the players always don't get along, but the general manager, like this is about winning a championship, my G. You know what I'm saying? So we go put Stephon Marbury on the team with, with Kevin Garnett, even if they don't get along this time around because they don't play with each other, but the general manager. So that's what you are in this. So boom, you're making this music. You know what I'm saying? You're going through these trials and tribulations with the family, with the basketball. And now, all is that. this music making you feel better as yeah. you're getting deeper into it and starting to, like, find your voice? Because you actually been groomed for this by your mom right. with listening to music and being in the choir and playing instruments. Are you putting this at this time is when you like, I can really put all this together? Right. Yeah. So when I first started, it was kind of, of a, a learning process. But once I kind of figured it out. I, it was it was like therapy sessions, like literally right, yeah, like yeah. therapy sessions. I, I find the beat, get the beat, and then I just speak whatever I feel onto the beat. And then after that, that's kind of like it's kind of like talking to a million people yeah. right. at the same time about how you feeling. So it's it's definitely big, and it definitely helped a lot. Right, 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 right. So now, even though you didn't go to school for because uh, of basketball, did you pursue higher education after high school? No, I, right, right after high school, I started working. Cause yeah. Right, right after I graduated high school, my mom actually got her uh, surgery okay. and came back home. Okay. So she was real sick. Yeah. So it was. I I feel like I could have went to school. Like, but you no, didn't want to go too far away. Yeah, I didn't want to be too far away. So. Yeah. I just stay home. 
Okay. And, so. and and at this time, when do you become Rex Almighty? And what does the R-E-X stand for? Because it's periods in between it. Yep. So, so it's, it's royalty eliminating the X variable. So yeah. my royalty is eliminating everything else that nothing else matters to me. Like, I'm, I'm, I am royalty. And, and I, I used to go by DZ. Like, that used to be my rap name, DZ. It's a lot of them out there, though. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, ah, this is kind of common. But then I don't, I don't know what it was. I just woke up one day and then realized that I was a king and I I was trying to come up with something. I was like, Rex, yeah, royalty. That's So, yeah, that's how I came up with the Rex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how did people perceive that? Like, how did people take that? A lot of people didn't know what it was. Like, the R.E., like, nobody knew. And I kind of kept it a secret because I wanted people to think on it. Yeah. I wanted people to think. Yeah. So this one of the first times you're revealing that? Yeah, because it's, it's the home of the exclusive. You'll be surprised what people sat behind the mic and told us exclusively. Like, yeah. so we just go add to that. That's why he R E X O Almighty. You know what I'm saying? And that's a good acronym, too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because if you put that in your name, you have to live up to that. Yep. Right? And not just the music and your behavior. People don't understand you become royal and noble and these words that people use in your behavior in times where you think people not paying attention. Not paying attention. You feel yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So like people could think you like a super asshole and then not you personally, you know what I'm saying? And then you would do something and be like, I didn't even know they had that side to them right. because you're not looking for that side. I don't have to broadcast this side. I walk like that. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? I talk like that. I, and that's just how I carry myself. So we go hold you accountable to that, though. You feel what I'm saying? Because yeah, you holding yourself accountable of course, by putting it in your name. That's why I changed my name to that. So every time I look at it, I, that's a reminder. It's a, this is who I am. That's It's not just I'm not just walking around just being just floating. You know, yeah. right. I, I can I, tell from your energy, though, like you do this with a purpose. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I know tons of niggas. Who's, who rap and do music or in, entertainment and a lot of people look at this like a get rich quick scheme when it's actually the opposite it's a go broke fast scheme yeah. you feel what I'm saying because I don't care who you are this shit costs and everybody we looking at and people got I don't I look eye to eye with everybody so I never look up to people but people who people look up to when they got this grand idea level they paid to get there yeah. right and they paid with money they pay with sacrificing their time. They like you lost somebody. You feel what I'm saying? They lost relationships, strained relationships. Because if you're not a uh, a creative, you just don't, don't understand, understand the creative lifestyle at all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's really the hardest part about it: being around people that you you really love, but you they don't they don't they don't understand. understand. But you know what? You gotta look at it like this, bro. Like they ain't supposed to understand. You know right. what I'm saying? Like like. It'll be people in the music industry who don't want their kids in the music industry. So that says a lot about the industry, right? Yeah. But all industries are exactly the same. It's not one industry. So and I know this from being in different industries. Like, literally, they're all the same. Even so, if you're an engineer. Like, yeah, just an engineer. I'm talking about, like, a real engineer, like a chemical right. engineer or whatever. All the industry is the same, and nobody applies that to when your kid come up to you and say, well, mommy, I want to rap or I want to act or whatever. Right. Because yeah. you got to get to a certain point. Nobody just wake up, jump up, and get that role. You know what right, I'm saying? Yeah. It's all hard work. Just like you might have went and got the job, but you had to prove yourself at that job to get the, the 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 next position and all of that. But nobody look at it like that. But it's just all advancement. So now that you in the now you you, you record it and all that, like when was the first time like you heard yourself and seen a reaction from the people you love for them to know like this Man. is real. So a crazy story. I'm I'm riding with my mom and 
Like she just playing, she got her music playing, she got her phone hooked up to the to the radio, playing her music, got her playlist playing, and one of my songs came on and she sung it word for word. And oh, that was man, that was that, <laughs> that was a good feeling. That that was crazy to me because it wasn't just like she listened to it. She, she yeah, she, she knows, knows it. she she hears it yeah. so much. It's on the playlist, right? And she knew. Hey, like word. yo, I made the playlist, right? <laughs> like, hey, because y'all jam the music your whole life, so you yeah. seen her around the house cleaning up, singing other people's songs. Right. So now she's driving, singing. And yeah, my, that that's and my rip- mom not a, a big rap fan either, so she's not about to just listen to anything. Yeah, so right. I knew for a fact that. Yeah. What if she would have pressed like I don't really fuck with this was clip that <laughs> <laughs> and, and somebody else rap song came on she played that how would you would have felt <laughs> that would have been crazy <laughs> been like I would have actually had to go back to the lab and just you yeah, feel what I'm saying because you gotta get back in the yeah lab. you just gotta get back in the lab because like even just being an entertainer people just really want their family approval yeah, you feel yeah, what I'm saying yeah. like. I, it might like you might have been an actor on a stage for 15 years and then your daddy be like but when you were such and such i knew i fucked with you as an actor you would be like damn that was my second play you feel yeah, what i'm right, saying right. like damn like he really fucked with me because people still a lot of people still like want their parents to like what they do i'm actually the exact opposite i want my parents to accept me for who i am right you feel what i'm saying and it seemed like your mom does that with you with yeah. even knowing the music because that's an unmatched feeling what song was it that she knew so it was a song off of, um my second tape that i dropped it was called nobody knows it was a it was my a, g you ain't never seen a tape <laughs> Yeah, your second stream. Yeah, your, your, your second like, project. We man, got second project. Yeah, you gotta call. You know we gotta call it twenty one. <laughs> well, he might have seen the tapes. Yeah, Bob's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my bad. I'm sorry, yeah, but I, we. Yeah. I say, I say, my older brother. The yeah, tape, that's probably where, yeah, and that's yeah. probably where the bit my big hip hop. Yeah, influence. Comes so, from. like, since y'all are so far in age, like, how are y'all as adults? Like, do y'all communicate? Have uh, a strong de- foundation? Definitely. So. He he was a he was a good older brother. He really kept me away from that's the, dope, man. The the old other side, like when I was young, he wouldn't really bring me around too much things to, around like older people. Yeah, he tried to keep me away from that. But I do remember definitely he always played the newest music, late latest albums. So that's where I got my hip hop. I used to I used to steal his his CDs. Yeah, <laughs> I used to steal them while he was at school. Steal them and listen. So to who them. did you listen to rap wise growing up? Because you say you twenty one. That's a whole. I can't even be Little, think little Wayne. Yeah. 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 So where would it start at for you, Little Wayne? Because I, I truly so, yeah. believe that Little Wayne is the greatest of the era. Yeah. Like so. Little Wayne is unmatched. You know what I'm it was, saying? It was definitely Little Wayne. Yeah. So the so, Carter too. Carter two, Carter yeah, three, Carter yeah. four, yeah. And then I start venturing out, and then I start. I'll, I'll tell you when I got older, I start going backwards, yeah, to find the. So I start listening to Pac, Nas, yeah, um, all that type of stuff. Not going back, listening to these people after you've been hearing them hiked your whole life. Who did you gravitate toward just based on the music? No hype. Definitely Nas. Yeah. Nas is, I'll say Nas is my uh, favorite artist. Nas has the best song in in music history. Rewind. 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 He spit that song backwards. backwards. And nobody else did that ever. See, that's crazy. That's extreme lyricism. Yeah. Yeah. But like unmatched. And I'm not even like the biggest Nas fan, but I got to tell the truth. Like he spit a song backwards. And I, then you didn't even really know that until like like the first time you heard it, unless you like I heard it from the jump. 
So I'm listening to it and I'm like, this is a lot. Then when the voicemail plays, son, we found that nigga we gotta kill. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna shit. listen to that when we happen to ride. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, doing that. Yeah. So you know what I do? What I do is like if I'm listening to uh conversations and people talk about music, I stop the conversation, I go listen to the music, then I come back yeah, to the conversation back. because I feel like I get a greater love for the conversation and the song. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like like I that's what I want people to do. That's why I ask you what song did your mom listen to and no word for word because I want people to stop. Stop it right there and go, go find that song yeah. and then come back and then say, okay, I fuck with him and his mama too because you know what I'm saying? I just always do that. Do yeah, you do yeah, that? I do that too. So, yeah, so you, you go back and you no hype, you, you gravitate toward Nas, right? Gravitate. You know what I'm saying? So now that you gravitated toward Nas, now you backwards though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you coming backwards though. Yeah. So after you gravitate toward Nas and you hear Ether and you hear the takeover. Man, I was just about to say, I, <laughs> once, I, once I listen to Nas... I'm like, well, I gotta listen to Jay now. Yeah, and Jay Z was a monster. Yeah, you think that though? Definitely. No, I'm just saying. I just okay. So I look at artists like this, right? What what kind of enrichment did it give me? You feel what I'm saying? I mean, but you could do that now because yeah. you're older. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Because I'm gonna just be because very he honest. going backwards. He going we backwards. growing up with it. Okay, right, so what what, what did you? So when you go backwards to these artists, do you start at their first album? So, uh. That, it all depends, though. Like, sometimes some artists I did, but some artists, like Jay-Z, I had already listened to a lot of his Yeah, yeah, but you, no, you, you had heard the music. Know. Now you, you listening. listening. You yeah, feel now, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah now yeah. that I'm older, I'm really listening to what he's saying. And it's like, he was he was a street dude. He was rapping about being a drug dealer. But at the same time, like, he wasn't, he was he was teaching. He yeah. been teaching. Enough. So, and that's my thing with Big, right? I don't think Big's music had any teachable, teachable moments. moments. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? He has great songs lyricism, and great, great lyricism. Because yeah, yeah. niggas bleed like us. My downfall. Uh, uh, what is my shit though? You're nobody till somebody kills you. Yeah. Those are great, great stories. Yeah. I don't think he actually had any. I don't think he had the opportunity. Moments. Yeah, I'm just saying moments. because people you know like just really throw him out there like, oh, he oh, the greatest yeah. alive. But Pac, Nas, Jay. Shit, Master P. A, a lot of people have teachable, teachable moments, moments where it'll click in you and say, "I can do this." Yeah, because Pac, like, and, and, and in retrospect, like, because you're 21, right? And we keep referencing that because that matters. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because it's a different game right now. Like, it's super easy for y'all to somebody from that era, but right. y'all era, I can see why it would seem hard because it's so much, so many people doing yeah. it. But to us, you just it's press a button and it go you know what i'm saying right. but when you listen to Pac, like not, when i started listening to Pac and thinking as an adult i'm like yo he's only like 25 years old when like when, at, not uh, even 25 yeah because I, I mean i've been i was listening to him from digital underground all the way up like i remember uh digital underground when he was you know what i'm saying all around so, the world so all around the world see yeah. so it's different versions of Pac, right so it's the digital underground Pac. then it's the two pocket blitz now then yeah. it's the strictly for my niggas era yeah. and then it's the uh me against the world me against the world era and then it's the death row era so now that i'm grown and i'm looking at that i'm like damn just if i was 21 going during when he was 21 he was the strictly for my niggas Pac. that's the Pac that got in all the trouble yeah. that's the Pac who was shooting at the police and all that and i'm like damn 
to be 21, to be a movie star, to be a rap star, a fucking orphan in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. of course this nigga's crazy. Like, yeah, he don't get, that's what he's looking for. He's looking for love. That's why he went with Suge, because Suge loved him like a little brother. He tre- he protected him. It he was for protection. Him, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people look at it now like, if I said certain things, and be like, that was a whole ass nigga move. You'll be like, hell yeah, but I'd be like, that was pop. And you'll be like, oh, wait a minute, I don't right, know. Yeah. You, you know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, it's like people, nostalgia, blind people a lot of times. Yeah, they be romanticizing these yeah, niggas. Yeah, they be yeah. loving them. Son, you know, I'm not, uh, I don't believe Jesus is God, so you got to listen to when I say this, right? But that's what people do with Jesus. They romanticize the thought of what they think as if this person didn't go through other things right we only get the story that people wanted to tell so you can feel like this yeah you so feel you what can, i'm saying you so can. you can feel like this and especially and and, and i i reference them too because black people love jesus and they love tupac you feel what i'm saying like a nigga will fight you over tupac, tupac. and jesus yeah, <laughs> you feel what i'm saying for but real. it's like listen bro you you love you love the romanticized version because for every story that we love about him it's a nigga who that's can it. tell it from the other side and you could be like damn that sounds crazy that's crazy you yeah. feel right what and saying? that's what like like growing up you got to start looking at things even the most drastic is wildest shit that you hear about something is always the other side and to be fair you have to hear that other side like right. people use their influence to hurry up and tell their story because they know people go automatically rock with them. And then by the time the real story come out, you might you might be 28 and you might be like, damn, dog was right. Like, he wasn't wrong in those actions. But I mean, the- I even think about that, about the shit I see online, right? I always say I need to know what happened right before somebody started recording right. and I need a follow-up. Right. Other than that, I cannot, I don't understand. I cannot understand. And even when it's like white people online calling people niggas and shit like that, because that's what they think we are. And I'm okay if you think that, because I think you're a hunky. I don't mind. Like, I can't think something and not allow you to think it about somebody else. But I always be like, what happened right before that? Because I can, I can, right now, I can say something about you, right? That I know go cause a reaction. And then I can look at her like, yeah, and yeah. then we only get that reaction, and then it's like, damn, why dog tripping like that? I could have just said the foulest thing to you, exactly. and nobody will ever know. And that's so, why I think people shouldn't jump or jump on social media and then jump to conclusions. Because yeah. a lot of times it do it do be that's what it is. Like it's somebody reaching for a reaction. Yeah, yeah. I never do that, bro. And if I, I never do that because I've been in situations where both sides of the story matter, bro. To some people, I'm a hero. To some people, I'm a whole ass nigga. Yeah. The whole ass nigga part wrong, and you only feel like that because in a situation, I was a hero on the on opposite, the opposite end. Yeah. You feel what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like when we put your cards on the table, even some some of my enemies, I can see why they wouldn't like that yeah. because they don't like the things I do to people they love. Right. Vice versa. I don't think none of my enemies whole ass niggas. I just think we're on. I don't have no enemies now, but I'm just saying. Previously speaking, we're just on opposite, opposite sides side of the head. street. Like, that don't and make that's you okay. <clears throat> that don't make you less raw. Like I hate when people try to act like, oh fuck them niggas. They from the other side, right? But they're actually exactly like you. They're getting exactly. their money on the other side, like yeah. you. They're everything the same. It's just. The bitch is in the middle, and he fucked the bitch you like, because that's what it's always going to be about. It always breaks down to that. Like, yeah. if a nigga don't like you, for sure, it, because in it's elementary, in the mix. you gay, that, that bitch gave you the Valentine's Day card and not him. Nah, you yeah. never even knew that. <laughs> but that's the, diff- the opposite <laughs> sides of the hell, spectrum. Man. A nigga grow up his whole life like, 
man, Kiera gave that nigga that card. This nigga <laughs> balling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you just like, I'm just oh, yeah, living my I'm life, just dog. living, bro. Yeah. Like, you hoop at the other school. And Jessica like you, like, but yeah, they see. Envy yeah, yeah, yeah. Envy have a nigga kill you, man. Envy yeah. worse than hate. Because a nigga told me and him one time, a nigga we was close to, man. Like, but we wasn't even close. We, we like put this nigga yeah, in the game. Yeah, we, everything. we took this nigga to the studio for the first time and all that. And that nigga just told us one day, we was older, like, man, I used to envy y'all, man, blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I said, I'd never talk to that nigga again, man. And I never had. Yeah, never like, had. Like, never that. shook his. And this is like family. Like, right. like sleep on my couch family because while I mean we we was in a better position you don't have to go be in a fucked up position we having fun over there you ever been to us uh, around all your family and your mom be like oh it's time to go you be like damn you don't gotta yeah. go bro you can just stay with us we go we go look out for you because we feel like that's what we do I don't care how you feel that's what we do and to hear somebody say something like that is like yo son I can't even fuck with you yes. because I won't do nothing to you unless you try to do something to me but you envy me so you, you definitely try to do something, do something. You know what I'm and then they, of course they go envy a nigga who think he the new Romeo. You <laughs> feel what I'm saying? Of course for they go sure. envy a nigga who think so he the new Romeo. So break that down for us. So break that down for us, man. So my I Romeo was, Miller? Nah, nah, hell, <laughs> I'm talking nah, shit. Not to ICDC. But that's actually a great that, thing because he educates people. And he owned that college. He owned that. Straight up. Straight up. So, uh. My albums, I like. I like to try to tell a story. I yeah. like, like, kind of like a movie. Yeah. And Romeo. Was I can see that with Nas being one of your yeah. favorite MCs. So Romeo being the time period in my life where I lost everybody. Okay. And I, it was like my senior year around that time. It was a females played a big part. Like, yeah, it was females in and out of my life. Even know? that young. Yeah, I'm joking. Come school. on, this nigga's a <laughs> fucking basketball, basketball star. star. I didn't nigga. even play sports. And he still looked like he could ball. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and a celebrity. Do, do I got my chucks in the ride, bro? Uh, yeah, you uh, uh, like Uncle Snoop. I'm yeah. balling the chucks. <laughs> we <laughs> definitely go have you in a celebrity game. I don't give a fuck if it's in five years. You feel me? So make sure you're D Riyad. Don't be all Hollywood on the season, man. Like, who is these niggas? Celebrity. Look, I'm going to play that shit back. You feel what I'm saying? We putting it together, though, because we have a lot of women who come through here and talk that shit you feel what i'm saying i'm talking about yeah like, straight up like, like you know what i'm saying crazy ridiculous and then you know they, it's all niggas hoop anyway every day so right. <laughs> but let's talk about the uh romeo project so yeah so it was that project is basically uh me explaining the time period of my life where i was going through i lost a lot of people and like romeo he was he was romantic but at the same time he had his own problems Right now, yeah. have you read that novel? Yeah, yeah. I did. See, and okay, so like I see a lot of different things in you than I see in different artists, right? So you play instruments, you read like uh, world-renowned literature because no matter what, like for some reason that book again, that's something that's romanticized because yeah. people only give you the end of the story with Romeo and Juliet not that supposed is, to be together. Not but it's right. It's not a romantic. It's war. It's war. Yeah, it's strictly war. Right. Yeah. And but that's they just romanticize that like that little part. Like of course you shouldn't be over here bro yeah. like you know but that's what happens in the neighborhood of course blood shouldn't be in crips neighborhoods fucking right. crip bitches but you feel what i'm saying and yeah. they just you just think about that part but why not because we're at war and that's kind of that's kind of how my life was like at the time like that's why i say i called it romeo because i was in the females i was messing with didn't understand where I was coming from because they was from two different sides. We from two different sides, and it's a class. So when when all the shit happened, you feel me? They they never understood where I was coming from. I couldn't understand where they was coming from, and it was 
just the class, and that's that's where that shit came from. That's where Romeo came from. Right. So every song, every song hold a different emotional attachment to me. And I'm happy you said that. So we're going to talk about a couple of these songs, a couple of the songs that I just... Uh, how many songs on the project? It was... Uh, what, it was about 14 was it like oh, 14, 14 songs yeah. on the project so i just wrote down a couple of the songs that like stood out to me and the first one was twins you know what i'm saying yeah. so I, let, let's talk about that record you know what so I'm saying? i had right after i graduated from high school i started hanging around with some the bad some wrong people bad crowd you know i'm not hooping no more but a lot of a lot of a lot of people that did hoop in high school they did stop right after high school and then they turned to the streets yeah what is there to do so I'm I'm hanging with people and if you if you listen, if you notice, listen to the tape, the way I set it up, like I'm not trying, that's that's what what I was trying to do. It was just right. what I was around at the time. And I, I was trying my hardest to stay out of it, but I was getting drugged back in and that's what twins was. It was it was basically me being drugged into that. Yeah, yeah. So Right. Cause the duality of who you are. Like Yeah. I don't have shit to do, but I don't want to just sit in the crib. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then plus you be you I mean, it's just what we go through where we come from. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, you your whole life you had hoop dreams, you know what I'm saying? And you didn't do nothing wrong while you lost those hoop dreams or whatever, or you know what I'm saying? It's just the luck of the draw. Like, you right, know yeah. that, that we've heard these stories before. So now you like, okay. I'm really about to do this music, but at the same time, music is falsely connected to the streets. So yeah. I can see where people will be like, I'm a rapper, so let me go let do me this. Go. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the biggest miscon. Like, that is so stupid to me for people to feel like just because I'm in the streets, I should talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know wow. what I'm saying? Like, I, I bet you, you look at somebody, like, you remember the Cha Cha Slide, man? Yeah. That dude who did that song? You would never believe that he was like one of the biggest heroin dealers in Chicago, bro. You, you, he, because he's doing the cha-cha, cha-cha slide, slide. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So you wouldn't associate with that with him on a grand scheme of things. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when they took him down, the story is when they took him down, they like, you know, we about to take down this rapper. Like, you know what I'm saying? And they like, <laughs> this your song? Like, but, but you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, People just tie street shit into shit that I don't think street shit should be involved. Like in. music, yeah, yeah, like, like music. yeah, it's music. I you feel know? like as an artist, you you just that an artist. So you Picasso, yeah, you could paint oh, any you, picture you, you want. You yeah. paint your picture, so you don't have to. I wouldn't even say you have to be the hardest person to explain where you. Because I, I wouldn't even say I'm the the streetest or the toughest nigga. But at the same time, like I've been around it and I have seen it. So I'm right. So I could tell the story. I could yeah. I could tell the story of a retaliation moment if I've seen dudes getting ready to go retaliate or right. if we've been retaliated on because yeah. as an artist, I'm not I could tell the story from my enemy's point of view. Or, right. or or my exactly. I'm not gonna say enemy, my opposition's point of view. You know what I'm saying? I could tell the story of okay, I if because niggas love to get money and rush to give it to the white folks to go buy a rollie. So I could tell the story of the nigga behind the counter that watch all these stupid niggas come in exactly. and give me all of this money. And then and I could tell the story from that side. That's and, what make the, the best artist somebody yeah. that can can put themselves in somebody else's shoes and rap from a different perspective. Right, right. Because you given you not just given your audience one perspective, you given your audience multiple different perspectives. You know. So like another song. What was that? I was gonna record. I was oh. <laughs> trying to get her attention to move that <laughs> that bottle because <laughs> I don't want that camera on my record. You feel what I'm saying? But what about my homie? Talk about that. My homie. Oh, yeah. so 
Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that song right there. So I, I I met I met this girl, and to this day I I still got love for her. But at the same time, like she she was there at, in a moment where I needed somebody. You know, I didn't have nobody, and she she was probably the only person that understood what I was going through. Cause it it was it's a conflicting moment when you 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 in the street like you around the street shit, but right. you. You don't want to be here. Yeah, it's, it's not too good, not too hood. Like I see yeah. a bigger picture for myself. This is just a moment in my life. Like, like you, just because I'm a street nigga in 2020, don't mean in 2040 I want to still be a street nigga. Exactly. Like I've done what I had to do to get to this point. So you at a point where you like, I understand that I don't, I don't want to do this, but this is just what it is for now. And this young lady, you fell in love with her, and it's played uh, a big part of your life. Like she, uh, she did play a big part of my life for sure. That was a great answer, man. That was cool. That was slick, <laughs> man. Hey, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She definitely played a big part of my life. And as far as, like, development as a person, like, I learned a lot from her. Was she older? No, nah, actually, younger. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so. That's what's up, man. And how is y'all relationship now? Friendship, relationship? Like, do she know how important she was to you? It, if the song never came out, have you ever expressed how important she was to you, to her? I mean, you could, as a person, you could always try to express, but... But she a woman, and we get that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I mean, point. I hope she know, but we we'll just no let time. her know. <laughs> just like, song, I mean, what a song. Yeah, but it's she a, might want it to come t- directly out his mouth to, to her because he said that's how he do his therapy. But the thing is, like, if you're talking about somebody specific, you want to make sure that they're receptive to cool. the message. Yeah. Like, hey, listen, this is about you. Like, you really helped me not only at this time of my life, but in the development of the man I'm becoming. Yeah, that's because that's huge for a yeah. woman to know that because you know what I'm saying? She might be like, okay, like I do matter because you never know what motherfucker going through. So she might be like, damn, I do matter in someone's life. We just can't be together in, in the capacity that you might like, but just know right, like yeah. you assisted me in the growth and development of who I'm becoming. So that, that would, I mean, you know, you do what you want, but <laughs> yeah. that might be dope just so she understands that. If she you ever hear this, I, yeah, I de- you definitely played a big part in my life. Well, make sure she hear it, man, because we need the whole world to keep listening man because we talking about what you got going on now uh let's talk about the uh, record broken family broken family who so, producing these records are you producing all of this stuff so i got i got different producers i talked to i'll I meet up basically it all started off youtube i go on youtube and email these different producers and have them send me these beats but that broken family that's another another record where i, I say I was, i'm speaking from a different perspective like that's not my story Right. But it's a story that I've seen and been around so many times that I can, you can, I can yeah, you can, you can, you can, yeah. I can feel and understand the pain and, and the 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 emotion that's coming from that type of situation, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to put as much emotion in that song as possible, so somebody in that position can listen can to it. Now you had a big concert a couple of weeks ago. Well, how many weeks ago was that? Well, what was it like? So let's let's talk about that because I that was big for you because you was you was around a bunch of heavyweights. Was you nervous, man? I I wouldn't say I was nervous because I I'm I feel like that's where the sports and basketball I play is helping me with this music because I'm I'm groomed for these big moments, right? right. So I'm groomed for to perform in a crowd or I'm groomed to to have this pressure on my back and to perform with it. So. That was an amazing experience because, like I said, my older brother he he used to listen to him, so I I knew everybody. Right, right. So that was that was a a great experience, even though that's before my time, really. But 
just to see all them people and then be on the same stage and then right. share the stage with those people, people that caliber. That was amazing. Uh, so have you ever played in any championship basketball games? Definitely. My s- sophomore year I played, we went to cities. Yeah. City championship, we walked, We lost about two points. Yeah. So, so who, you missed them free throws in the first quarter? No, nah, it wasn't okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to say who it was. But, it but do you remember who it was? Because <laughs> yeah. shit like that be real. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's so, like this nigga Jeff the Jackpot. That's not the championship. <laughs> Fuck me up. So, like, who some players that you uh, – that you like uh tried to pattern your game after you know Man. what i'm saying like when you watch you was like yo I'm so my okay I, hold on before you say that because we're gonna be talking errors here you, you know what i'm saying yeah. hold on who's your greatest of all time greatest of all time man and it's not a wrong answer it's yours so who's your 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 greatest of all time kobe kobe okay and who would you rock with Isaiah Thomas. Okay, I got Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. Yeah, that's the air. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so who who did you pattern your game after? Tracy McGrady. That's Tracy what I was about to say. Man, have you ever heard of a kid named Alex Legion? Alex Legion. Yeah, no. he used to go to uh. Country Day. Country Day. Shit, he went to basketball high. You know what basketball high is, yeah. where Carmelo Anthony went. Yeah, he went yeah, there. He yeah. went there. Have you yeah. ever played in the St. Cecilia gym? Definitely. Hey, multiple times. That, you know that old man who used to be at the door, Doc or whatever? That's yeah. our uncle, bro. For real? Yeah, yeah, we didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, straight up, we didn't even know that. But that's like my real uncle. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, because with basketball, uh, and I just really uh, got, I really got, I, I got the breakdown from Q Richardson. You know what I'm saying? You know Quinn Richardson is. Yeah. He, and I never even thought about it like this. He said like. No, that was Gilbert Arenas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, Gilbert Arenas. How could you mix them? Because, I mean, yeah. shit, I just, just been listening, listening to so yeah. much basketball shit. He said basketball players come out like this, right? It's a nigga who just go be a, a star in high school. Then it's a nigga who a D1 star. And then if you can make it to the NBA, all of these niggas are stars, but it's only going to be so many stars so many in the NBA. Because like, yeah. you got to think about this. Dennis Rodman used to score hella points in high school and shit. Right. And then get to the NBA and just want to rebound. Dennis yeah. Rodman didn't even get a Division One scholarship. Exactly. Right. Exactly, right, and got right. to the NBA and one of the best all-time rebounders, and he's like, not the best, yeah, and put and put so much into the sport. I say two people changed the face of the NBA forever, and it's Allen Iverson and Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, Allen yeah. Iverson changed it like. Come on, dog. This nigga getting his hair braided. Before that, nobody in 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 uh the basketball and the NBA had seeable visible tattoos. Right. Nobody. That nigga would be getting his hair braided on, by the, bench. All this, all the, on bench. the bench. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the the fucking dress code is because he yeah, because when they played the Pistons, yep. he had on a Bucks throwback jersey sitting at the end of the bench, uh, and he played for Philadelphia. Yeah. It's no more of that, brother. Man, you feel nope. what I'm saying? It, they might have been having talks, but that yeah, was that the was last it. straw. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Not every nigga got tattoos. That, All that, these wild yeah, ass hairstyles hair yeah. and shit. This the most money and the most fucked up haircuts I ever seen in my life. <laughs> Come on, son. How you niggas ain't got your hair done? All you right. know you gonna be on national so TV. So boom, if you could, if you could pick five players, the no, four players to run with. So you at the two. And y'all, and y'all. Now these like, could be people we never heard. Yeah, of. yeah. Just you gotta give you, your people your shot. All like time. period, all time niggas all you done time. seen in the gym. You know what I'm saying? Mm. The homies, all of that. So nobody in the league just anybody anybody yo fight it's your fight it's you yeah. plus four I'm about to pick these four and we about to go out here and and and, and run some niggas I'm going with Shaq at the five got to yeah, gotta yeah, go with Shaq, Shaq at the five think I'm gonna go with uh, who I'm gonna go with at the one I might go with Curry only because he spread the floor okay okay, okay. That's, so that's, that's Shaq hard to Curry yeah then I'm gonna go with KD I'm gonna go with KD at the three and mm. Brian at the four. 
Yeah. You at the two. And then me at the two. That's deadly. All right. So it's 10 seconds left. Y'all down by two. You you know, Curry pushing the rock. You get the rock, right? I'm pulling it. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you would have shot y'all would have won that championship, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah, man. So let's talk about this new project, man, Vindicated. And I see that you really amped up about that. Man. I be on your ground and all that, bro. Like, you man. know what I'm saying? Vindic, man, this it's about to be something crazy. It's and it's and it's like I said, every album is a therapy session for me, but this one is literally a therapy session. Like I really input it. The fact that it's like it's me sitting down with a therapist, kind of, yeah, right, right, and talking about all my problems. Because when we've been being vindictive, that's that revenge. That's all the all the people that that probably hurt me in my life wanting that revenge, and it's it's just me letting it go. Yeah. So that's that's what really the basis around the project. But the music, music wise. The, en- the engineering, the mixing, the mastering is it's just a different is, level yeah, for it's you. It's a different level. Like yeah. I just took everything a, another a step up. And when that when that drop? That's dropping April A. Okay, and when is the uh what's the first single off of that? The first single off of that was uh For My People. For my people. And uh, let's talk about that single real quick before we get up out of here. So that that's a that's a song basically with the times going on right now, I feel like it's somebody need to speak on what's really going on, you right. know. Right. Like a lot of people looking, looking at the people or the people from the ghetto or black people in general, and is we not really explaining the the truth? Right. Like we we really hurt. Like it's it's a lot going on that is breaking us as people from a young age. Right. 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 You know. So that's what I'm to like. I'm I talk about a boy growing up on Section Eight and how that affected him growing up into a man. You know, because that's a different situation coming from. You coming from a harder situation, your opportunities is, is slim. It's limited, yeah. yeah. So, or so we think. You right. know what I'm saying? Or so we think, because if we push that narrative, that narrative yeah, becomes yeah. true, yeah. Becomes, right? Right. And with what people need to do is just see the narrative from a different perspective. You exactly. feel what I'm saying? That being on Section Eight can hinder you, or it could be such an inspiration exactly. that you want to make sure that you never have to live I through that I think I'm gonna again. read Section Eight. The actual law, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. section eight of what? Yeah, it's actually so yeah, it's yeah, section, section eight, eight of what? Probably at a uh, housing, housing yeah, yeah, some from the house authority act or yeah. some shit like that. Yeah. I'm gonna find you out because you hear it. these words so much. I've yeah. never even thought like section eight of what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think if more people get educated on these terms that we've been using for, for like our whole, whole lives, it uh, you will see some understanding because some people will hear section eight and think it's just the projects and some people will hear section eight and not know it's the projects because you lived in the house your whole life, life and then f- found out you was on section eight. Then some people in real estate hear section eight and might say, yeah, I want 10 houses. I'll go to section eight, but the, the guidelines are stricter. You can't have a doorknob that's about to fall off. You can't, right. everything got to be like this. Some people will say look i don't want to deal with the government i just get 10 houses and rent them to people who i feel like can pay you know right, you understand right, what right, I'm right. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm gonna check that out man that was a good one too I, yeah I, I, i'm gonna check that I, out i'm gonna hold man. you to that see how we hold you accountable for being royalty yeah. you hit him up and say hey so what does section eight mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. say it in public so somebody can be like <laughs> what, what are you talking yeah. about so tell the people your instagram and everything how they can contact you where your music available and all, all right. of that you can get at me on instagram rex Official race of R D is it no, it's it's R dot R Rex dot official, yep. So so it's R period period E period yep. X period official. Official, yep. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You gotta know that, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's hella easy. Because the person how. he asked off mic is his is his manager's sister. What what role is she in your life? 
sister, man. Yeah, real sister? This uh, I say this is <laughs> this the oldest person, like because you said you was the youngest. Yeah, it's it's the, oldest. the oldest. So, like, how is your relationship with your oldest sibling? Because if you and your second sibling nine years apart, how does the oldest sibling? So he, yeah, we both what like 11, 10. You So you do that? You got nieces and nephews that's like your cousin. I mean, like your brothers. I, I wouldn't say they. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her kids, but they, they, um, they younger. So, oh, okay, okay, but they. I can see that they look up to me. Yeah, yeah and that's, and that's a, a big responsibility, yeah, that's bro. That's a, a you know big responsibility saying? that I'm starting to really now as a man and the uh, the age that I'm at starting to take take responsibility of. Man, that's that. good. That's good, man. Well, it looked like you got a nice, promising career ahead of you, man. I can't wait. To, I'm going to keep an eye on you, man. If you need anything from us, whatever we could do to help, bro, you know what I'm saying? Don't hesitate to just call and ask, hey, man, what does this mean? What does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, because we might know. and we, You know what I'm saying? Because that's what we do. Like, this is your second interview. I, we never would have knew that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And now you're doing good. You know, you're just on the path. Yeah, you're on the path. You know how you get better, man. Watch interviews. Just watch a bunch of interviews, bro. Right. And you decide what you think are good and bad. And you see how, you know what I'm saying? Like, media train yourself. This is a lost yeah. art. Like, media training. Media training. Yeah. yeah so. And what I always suggest to people, too, is watch interviews about people you don't, don't know, know about. That you know nothing about. You're not, you know what I'm saying? Just, just go... And I always tell people this for two reasons, right? Because if they uh, project it the right way, the person you don't know about, they sold you to want to know more. Right. And then at some point you're going to be on a platform like right now, someone who didn't know about you will want to listen because I didn't know about him. Let me press play yeah. and see what it's about. See what yeah, it's yeah. about. Because you got a story that a lot of people will be drawn into. You know what I'm saying? So new project, April 8th. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's going to yeah. be available on all platforms. All streaming platforms. You know what I'm saying? No, so listen on title. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Listen on title. And uh, what you got going on, AJ, before we get up out of here, man? Uh, man, same thing, man. Just being creative in my process during through my agency. That's yeah, what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what about yeah. you? Uh, well, you know me, man. Still pushing the book. If you want to get at me, you can follow me on Instagram, SL Jackson. Uh, and the number three, the book is Animal Instinct, The Urban Jungle, which we, you, you can order right now, wherever you get your ebooks from. The paperback coming. You know what I'm saying? I got yeah. something planned for that. So that's coming. You know what I'm saying? And we just secured the, uh, we just sat down. It had a big time meeting. The animation is in the process. Yo, I am super excited about that. Me too. And the way the universe works, like something popped up where it's going to work perfect with the animation. I just Definitely. already know it just Definitely. jumped out of nowhere. So the animation is coming, man. Uh, and like people should know that the animation is being done by somebody who we want to handle on the show. Yeah, yeah. So at the Connected Experience, we we like I just told you, hit me up, blah, blah, blah. So when it was time for us to do the animation, the first thing we did is reach out to people who was on the show. Right. And they black. And that matters to me, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I buy black, so you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. And that's with whatever black people doing. And I don't care about how people feel about it. You know you what should. I'm saying? Right. So if you black and you you selling water, I want I want a case, especially in these days, this time. You know what I'm saying? So if they want to get at you, how they can get at you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at TC. Oh, 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 I'm on the Twitter now, yeah. but it's the College of Hip Hop. You yeah. know what I'm yeah. saying? I just yeah. took it over. I just yeah. took it over. Yeah. I, I sent the tweet yesterday too. I did think it? I did it right. I think yeah. I did it right. You guys. <laughs> Show me, this look. shit go too fast, man. I was yeah. looking at some shit. That shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> and that account still got where you can see like all type of wild shit. Yeah, yeah, mad crazy shit. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so, what, what what are you on Twitter again? Uh, at TCE Pod. That's Twitter and Instagram, man. If you want to be a part of the show, you can email us at pr at tc. Excuse me, email us pr at tcohh dot org. And I'm SJ. I'm AJ. I want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself. myself.